My next guest is a business coach and strategist dedicated to helping mamapreneurs build profitable and passion-powered businesses. Please welcome Leon Kim. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna-Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Leanne Kim. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to chat. Um, please feel free to introduce who you are, what you do, and why are you so passionate about what you do? Sure. So I'm Leanne Kim, and I'm a business coach for mom entrepreneurs. And really, you know, my passion stems from I was a mom with a day job. I had two little babies and I had a side hustle and a dream. And <laughs> after trying to, you know, work full time and juggle motherhood, I really decided that the best path for me was to create my own revenue, to go out on my own. Um, and originally, I, I meant to be a sales consultant, sort of pivoting from my sales career, turning that into consulting. But very quickly, I realized, you know, the people that need my help the most are mom entrepreneurs, and they struggle mm. with a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today. They struggle with pricing themselves and selling mm. themselves. And I just became very passionate about helping these women build profitable businesses on their own terms that would allow them to also have, you know, the time and the freedom to, to be great mothers, to spend time with their family. Um, that's, that really is my mission. Yes. And I love that so much because I've had a lot of clients who were also mothers and like you can truly, truly feel the passion, the drive, the ambition. Like it's like a whole other level when you have a family to take care of. So I, I really love that. And so let's talk about those struggles, like you said, and like which ones would you say are the most common ones that you see? Yeah. So, I mean, in a nutshell, women struggle with money. Um, we struggle with making it, deserving it. We struggle with keeping it in some cases. Mm. Um, we struggle with, with a lot of things around money. And I talk about this in my book. You know, most of us were raised in, I grew up in the 70s and 80s. Most of my clients are, you know, of that generation as well. And um, we were raised to not talk about money, right? Talking about money was rude. And, um, mm. you know, we, we, there was really no one we could ask questions to about money. Money was something that was handled by the men uh, in our world, right? Usually our mm. fathers. And then for a lot of us, you know, as we got older, it was ha handled by our, our partners. Um, and and that, that's not to say that's always the case, but money has traditionally been a very masculine concept uh, and, and topic. Mm -hmm. And it's just not something that 
um, people who are, come from a more feminine space are encouraged to know about and think about. And that was definitely the case with me. Um, and then as I grew older, I realized, well, wait a second, there's nobody really helping me figure this stuff out. Um, you know, we would have things like economics class in high school, but we weren't learning about things like how to make great money and how to save money and, and how to prepare for, you know, your future. It just wasn't something being talked about. And I think that mm. is sort of the root of this problem. And now we have, um, you know, we have a generation of women who struggle with that. Money seems foreign to us and it seems separate to us. And that's why I'm so passionate about women running their own businesses, because when you become the CEO of your own business, now all of a sudden you have to deal with money, right? You, you have to earn it. You have to be okay with things like, you know, deciding what you're worth and packaging your services and putting a price tag on that. So in general, I mean, that's the general area, but we could certainly go deeper into, you know, some of the more specific problems that I'm seeing. Yeah, let's talk about the deciding what you're worth, because mm. I feel like that's a really interesting concept. And a lot of people have very different opinions about it. So I'm curious to know, like what yours is. Well, let me put it this way. You wouldn't walk into a mall and walk into a store and expect to get a sweater for free. And in fact, the higher quality the store and the higher quality the sweater, the more you would expect to pay for that. So why is that any different than our, us, you know, putting our services out there? We are solving a need in most cases. So I coach everything from, I coach other coaches and consultants, but I coach, you know, photographers, designers, artists, creators. Mm. And in every case, they are still serving a need with their work. Mm -hmm. They are helping someone achieve something that that person wants. And so it makes no sense to me that we would struggle with charging for that, but we do, mm. right? And again, now we know why that, that is happening. It comes from years of programming. So my, my, my issue is that we should be charging for our services, right? We should not be doing favors or doing things for free, and we shouldn't be discounting for friends and family. Because I don't know about you, but when I first got started, the people that hired me were my friends and family. That's all that knew about me. <laughs> so, you know, we, 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 we struggle with it because it's us. Whether you are a product or a service, you know, it's still coming from you, this thing that you create. And so to decide upon, well, what, does, what should that be worth? What would somebody pay for that? You know, I always, I'll hear everything from like, oh, but is that too much? Or mm. would somebody really pay that? And I think, <laughs> of course they will. There are literally people paying all kinds of money for all kinds of things everywhere yeah. on this planet, right? Some of the things that I look at that people pay money for, I'm like, oh, well, it's not for me, but clearly it's working <laughs> for them. So why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Because as women, we are not taught to value our contributions to society. That's really the root of the problem. Oh, this is so spot on. I love it. And so how would you say, like, how should we start to decondition all of these things that we've been through, that we believe in? Like, what would you say is the first step that you go through with your clients? So, I mean, the first thing I help people identify is their, their zone of genius. So it's, what are those things that you're really great at, that you also really enjoy doing, that is of value to other people, 
And I say that last piece, that that piece is really important. If there is no market for what you do, you can have a lot of fun, but you're not going to be successful in the ways that I know women want to be successful. So a great example of this would be someone who has a particular skill. They're very good at it. They love doing it, but nobody actually needs it. Right? And, and I've seen this a lot, you know, and I can see these people trying and trying and trying again. So if there's no demand for what you do, you're going to struggle. Maybe there is demand, but you don't love it. And also mm. you're going to struggle if that's the case. So you really do need to have those three pieces in place. You got to really understand what you do well. You got to enjoy that thing. And then you've got to be able to identify that somebody needs that thing. And if you have those three things, then the next step is to attach an appropriate price to that mm. thing. And everyone asks me, is it okay to charge a little? And I say, you know what? When, when I was first starting out, my first coaching offer was 500 bucks. Mm. It was 10 hours of my time for 500 bucks. So essentially as a coach, I was making $50 an hour. But you know what? That's what I needed to do to get the yes and to feel comfortable moving forward. A lot of this is about our comfort zones, mm. right? If we haven't done something a lot, if we're not sure we're good at it, that's no reason not to not to charge for it, but charge appropriately. And then yes. once you get that proof of concept, you can charge more. You know, I now no longer charge $50 <laughs> an hour for coaching. It probably comes as no surprise, but that's we we all have to start somewhere and you will not get that proof of concept exchanging your gifts for free. You just it's not the same proof of concept. It essentially that kind of behavior of bartering or energy exchanges. Mm. It feels good in the moment, but it's not actually helping you build a business. It's mm. not helping you build paid proof of concept. And in order to know if you have something good on your hands, you have to charge for it and people have to be willing to pay for it. Yes. Ah, this is so good. And, it, and you're so right. Like, I remember the first time I sold my coaching, I was like, oh, I felt like so empowered. Like, yes, like that validation, like when you first start something. So I totally get it. And yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Oh, my and pleasure. So let's talk about your podcast, The Business Ooh. of Thinking Big. So I want to know, like, where did that <laughs> uh, idea come from? And like, like, how did you get started and all of sure. that? Sure. So um, my original, my first business was called uh, Think Big Sales Consulting. I thought ah. I was going to be a sales consultant. <laughs> I, I ran that business for two years with that name. And then when I started the podcast, I was shutting down that that brand. Um, but everyone loved the thinking big part. They mm. always, people would see the words think big. I had clients who would see the words think big on a billboard, take a photo of it and send me a text. And they're like, they're like look, it's you. <laughs> there was just something about that expression, think bigger or think big that people really attached to. So I didn't want to get rid of that. And when I started the podcast, um, you know, a big part of my coaching, I am, I'm highly strategic. I, I help women make a lot of money um, with, you know, very specific business skills. However, the biggest skill that is needed in this day and age is the ability to dream big. It's the ability to have those visions. It's the mindset piece, yeah. right? Yeah. And so in my podcast, I combine, 
you know, empowering mindset work with the business strategy. And it is, I mean, I'll tell you this, people don't hire a coach because they want to think smaller. (laughs) (laughs) We could all do that on our own if we just leave ourselves alone. And in fact, that that happened a lot in the last few years over the course Mm. of the pandemic is people didn't grow. They felt like they were in this place where they had to shrink and be smaller and contract. And so I love that we're coming out of this finally. And the women that gravitate to my work, they want to challenge themselves. They want to build an empire and grow and serve, but they have these limitations, right? So the podcast is really just another tool, that and the book, you know, a low cost way of me being able to help women take things to the next level in their businesses and their lives. Yes, I love that because it's so true. You know, like we get clients because they want to have that support, that guidance to go bigger. And I love, I love, love, love that name. And I love your mission. It's so, so, so empowering. And yeah, like I want you to share with us like one of your greatest accomplishments, like it could be in business or in life. Like I want you to brag a little about what you do. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, I, you know, one of the things that I'm very proud of uh, that I taught, I, I do reference a lot in my work is the fact that I hit six figures in my very, in my business within one year. Wow. So I quit my job in late 2016, um, went out on my own early 2017 was my first time running a business and having that be, you know, my sole income up until that point, I'd only ever had side hustles, which I loved, which were fun. <laughs> Um, but I, I, originally I said, you know, I just, I want to coach people and I want to help people. And I had done the math. I said, well, if I can make $2,000 a month, I think me and the family, we would be okay. Mm -hmm. And then I caught myself and I said, why am I setting the bar so low? Mm. You know, I, I, I am helping other business owners achieve more and attract more dream clients and, and build their dreams. And if I'm only making 20K, 30K, 50K a year, what is that saying about my ability to serve them as a business coach? So I coached myself through the discomfort of setting higher targets. You know, I I, I spent many years in sales, so I know the power of if you have monthly targets and you're working towards them, you will eventually start to achieve the results you want. But if you're flying blind, if you're kind of like, I kind of want it, but I kind of don't. You're sending messages to the universe. Mm. Um, You're not going to achieve it. So about month three or four of being fully self-employed, I got really serious and I set really specific targets. And I Mm. just raised my, a big part of it was I had to raise my prices. I had to go Mm. from 500 to 1,000, 1,000 to 2,000. 2000 to 3500 you know i made these leaps in my coaching and at the at the same time my coaching was getting better my mm. services were getting more cohesive so it it only made sense i had more experience right it made sense mm. to charge what i was worth and i'll never forget i have a, i had a dear client her name is tamitha she worked with me for 3 years wow yeah and she came in to a discovery call in that first year and she said i've heard good things about you I want to work with you. What does it cost? So I gave her my entire pitch. I walked her through the program and I said, and it's $3,500. And she sighed this big sigh of relief. And she said, oh, thank God. I thought it was going to be a lot more. Oh, that's a sign. (laughs) Yeah. And she wasn't a true A player. She was the kind of woman that I wanted to be coaching. And I said, okay, that's a sign. And so Mm -hmm. from there, I just kept that in my mind is that, you know, people 
if you are a, a coach or consultant, if you are helping people get further, faster in their lives or businesses, they do want to invest. They don't want to get it for free and they don't want to get it for cheap or a discount. Mm. They may they may ask for a discount, but deep down, they want the feeling of truly investing in their growth. And that's what this woman knew. And as I say, she stayed with me for three years while my prices only went up and up and up and she kept paying them wow. because she knew that I was worth every penny. And right around October of that year, I was like, oh gosh, I really want to get to six figures. I better, che- I better check and see how far away I am. And lo and behold, I'd actually passed it already. What? I had actually <laughs> passed the $100,000 mark. And that's not, you know, I want to say that not everyone has those aspirations. But mm-hmm. for me at that time, I had never made $100,000 in a year ever. Mm-hmm. Even in a day job, I had never done that. So to do it for myself and then very quickly what started to happen is women started to ask me to help them do the same thing. When I got really clear and really and they got really honest about it, they would say, you know what, I know I said I only wanted to make 60K in this business, but I actually want to be making $100,000 a year. Can you help mm-hmm. me do that? And that's exactly what I do. I help women build big dreams. I help them get really specific about the actions they need to take. And, and I help them cross that six-figure threshold. And every time they do, whenever they tell me they've hit six figures or seven figures for the first time, they always get you know a surprise in the mail or we send them flowers or something just to acknowledge that. Because that oh milestone God. is those hitting those milestones and feeling supported. It's so important. It's so important that we don't feel alone in this journey. Mm, yes. Ah, this is so good. I love it. And I love your, like what you do when I, and I know your clients are so, so, so happy to have you as their coach. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm on a mission to help women have better lives. It really, yeah. I, I talk about money and I talk about how we have to get over our fears around money and yeah. pricing and charging what we're worth. But at the end of the day, this is all in service of us living the best possible life mm. and making the biggest possible impact that we can make. It really, the funny thing is, it really isn't about the money at the end of the day, is it? <laughs> no. It's about so much more. Yeah, it's about the freedom for sure. The <laughs> freedom it. and the life. And the, I think about the years I wasted sitting in a cubicle, making someone else millions of dollars. Mm. And I think about, you know, it's not easy. This entrepreneurial path is not easy. Mm. But if you're, if you're clear in what you want and you start to just focus on doing the right things, right? Being strategic. Mm-hmm. I help people not just build out offers, but build out their entire suite of offers. Mm-hmm. So they understand how they're serving their clients at every level of their yeah. journey, right? You're doing it right now through this podcast for people who aren't ready yeah. to do coaching work with you. This is yeah. how you're warming them up. This is how you're getting them ready for that <laughs> by sharing your genius yeah. here on your on your show. And so, yeah, I just I, I really do think that um, we are living in an era where anything is possible. And I want to teach mm-hmm. my daughter. I have, a, I have a, a 10-year-old girl and an eight-year-old mm-hmm. boy, but I'm specifically committed to helping my daughter see that anything we yeah. want to create in life is possible. Because boys already, I feel like boys already have that. They, they already <laughs> know that. They're already feeling good about that. They don't need, my son is just extremely confident and often with absolutely no cause to be. <laughs> but my daughter, you know, I just, 
I want her to see that she can make her own way. She can make great money, but she can do it doing something she loves. Yes. Ah, so true. I love it. I love how you lead by example. And yeah, I'm celebrating you. This is awesome. I ask this to everyone who comes on the show, and I'm curious to know your answer. What does it mean for you to be a powerful leader? Mm. Oh, this is a great question. Mm. I would say being a powerful leader is all about making the difficult choices. Mm. If I think about who I was 10 years ago, working for somebody else, you know, putting in the nine to five and, you know, essentially be, being led by others. Um, I, I worked in great teams, but I don't think of myself as a leader until I went out on my own. Mm. Um, at, in those days, I was really making the easiest choices, right? I was, I was saying yes to what felt comfortable instead of looking at what felt uncomfortable and saying, hey, there's a challenge there. Mm. Um, so I think it's, you know, leaders have to make tough choices. Leaders have to hire smart and fire smart, right? We have, we have to sometimes make the difficult decision to let a team member go, even though we love that person and wish them well. If they're not thriving in our team, then that's a difficult choice. Mm. Making a difficult choice to stop selling a program that isn't serving anymore, making the difficult choice to say no to some, in my book, I call them not opportunities, right? <laughs> it says those opportunities that look like they might be fulfilling, but upon closer inspection, they're actually not getting us closer to our goals. We got to look at those things. We got to make the difficult choice mm, to walk away, Yes. right? So really to me, being a great leader is being willing to make the tough choices, even when it's uncomfortable or painful or difficult. Um, and knowing that through the discomfort, you are growing as a person and as a leader. Mm. Gro growth doesn't happen when we're comfortable, right? Yeah. Growth happens when we are stepping out of that comfort zone. And yeah. that's, you know, what I encourage women to do every day. I love it. Awesome. So I know people will want to go follow you, get to know you, see your offers, check out your podcast, your book. So where can they go online to do that? Sure. Well, if you enjoyed this conversation, you should definitely check out The Business of Thinking Big. That's my podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, everywhere you listen to podcasts. And I release a new episode every single week. We are, at the time of recording this, about to celebrate 200 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Leanne Kim coach. And if you are interested in building a joyful business of your own, then I would love to offer your listeners a free copy of my book. Awesome. So, uh, I wrote a book, it's called building a joyful business. It is a step-by-step -step guide to doing a lot of the things we spoke about today, right? Creating a business around your zone of genius, attracting dream customers, all that good stuff. So if you head to leannekim.com slash book and enter the promo code powerful, yes. you will get the book for free. You just have to pay a nominal shipping fee. And I, I have to tell you, I've read a lot of business books. It is, it, I have to toot my own horn. It is a pretty phenomenal book. If you, yes. if, if growing a business is what you want to do and you want to do that joyfully, please get your free copy, leannekim.com slash book and promo code powerful. The book will be free. You just pay the shipping.
Awesome. I'm definitely getting that book. <laughs> yes, please, please. Be my guest. I, I, I really want as many people as possible to, awesome. to learn from my mistakes. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, I do believe that we can be successful financially and have, have the family life, the personal mm-hmm. life that we want as well. And I really am on a mission to help people do that. So thank you for allowing me to do that here today. Of course. It's been incredible chatting with you. I'm so glad we met. And yeah, we, we're definitely going to keep in touch. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message. Leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you. And I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy. Say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.